Rush people, we are, of course, live with NY Giants Rush, where we talk Giants football. Yes, 52 weeks of the year. Oh, God. Sometimes it's painful, but we still do it because we love the Giants. Thanks for tuning in. I see you guys are piling in the room. Yes, we're a little bit late. Listen, when you when you got a great show lined up, sometimes it's, you know, it's, it's good to wait for the best things in life. So thanks for tuning in. I see you guys giving me crap already for being late. I apologize. Things happen, all right, people? Um, but thanks for tuning in. I see you, Mark. I see you, Chris. I see you, Darius. Uh, I see you guys all uh, popping in here. Uh, got a great show for you, right? Of course, like I promised, yes, he's a little bit late. I gave him a little crap. I wore Spartans just to give him a little bit of, a little bit of ribbing. He's a good dude. Uh, we got Giants linebacker, Mike and McFadden in the house. And, of course, let me bring in the crew. I got Spartan Mike. Boom. What's up, Mike? Greg, what's going on? Why are you bringing in all these Big Ten players that didn't go to Michigan State, man? It's driving me nuts. Well, listen. One is a good player is a good player. We don't care where they play from. Two, once they're gi- once a giant, always a giant Spartan. You know that. You know it, man. I got a Monty Toomer's jersey in my, uh, in my closet, and I got yep. Mario Manny Hams as well. You know, I forgive that stuff very quickly. And, but it's and, really listen, and at the end of the day, Spartan, we can't help that, that – you know, the Spartans don't have, a, you know, a good recruiter. They might have just, you know, overlooked the man. We're going to find out in a second. So we'll, we'll, a lot we'll of schools overlooked the man, Craig. We got a they lot did. of schools gonna, that overlooked the man. We'll go over that shortly here. We definitely will. We will ask him. Um, we'll have some fun. Let's bring in Nikki. And she's at camp, so she probably already interviewed him already. <laughs> What's up? No, not yet. Not yet. All right. Well, let's bring him in because he's hanging out. We His internet's in and out. He's got like girls banging on his door, people trying to interview him. He's oh. got dinner dinner lined up. Let's bring him in, everybody. Let's bring in Micah McFadden. Micah, what's up? Yay. What up, what up? What's up? What up, guys? Thank you so much for having me. Finally. Uh, I apologize for <laughs> stalking you, man. I, you know, but look, we, we interviewed, we tried to interview as many guys as we can. We had such a good time with, with uh with Dane uh belton uh, a couple months ago he's like you gotta interview my boy and i was like all right let's make it happen so <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us no i'm glad thank you <clears throat> all right so let's start at the beginning because i always like to start off in the same spot right <clears throat> you grew up you know in tampa you're a florida guy right or at least around tampa yep um Yep. You have a you I mean you have a kick-ass high school career. I'm looking at it here. 2017 FACA wow. high school player of the year. Oh, uh let's see. You can still hear us, right? You freeze up? No, he froze up. <laughs> we're gonna we listen, I'm driving to East Rutherford and we're getting the man some new like some some new internet. Is it a hotel Wi-Fi? Is that what it is? I'm not sure. They probably oh. all live in one big complex, right? Oh. So, 
Um, let me tell him that. Is it better to tell? I'm going to tell him to jump out and come back in. Yeah. Go for it. Try that. Jump, jump out and come <laughs> back in. We're going to have to get him a signing bonus for better internet. Yes. I will. Uh, I will tap on John Mayer's door and tell him that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Martin, will you please? Thank yeah, you. I'm going to get right. I mean, you're good, but you're tight with Eli now, right? So I think you've got. Uh, we're best friends. I got Eli's number. It's like, yo, hook up the uh, hook up the rest of the Giants with the solid Wi-Fi. Yeah. Well, if it's hotel Wi-Fi, I mean, I get it. I hate when I'm traveling and I have to do a show from the hotel because Wi-Fi is not that great. It was, so what what I, was he came on earlier and he was telling us that uh, there, there's a storm going through right now, so it's affecting the, uh, yeah. the uh, connection a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, it's not just a storm rolling in. It's been a storm rolling in for four weeks. Yes. It's been. Cyclone. Yeah. It's just nonstop. Mike, I drove to Michigan this week to bring my daughter to school. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> okay. By the way, you're in Chicago, not in Michigan. Yeah, but it's kind of like you're almost here. You're already at the point where like the gravity forces like should be pulling you this way, right? You cross that line. Well, unless I, unless I get an invite. I'm not just stopping by. All right. Fair enough. And I didn't give you an invite. And I wasn't even this week. All right. So okay. listen. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. For the work you're doing, brother. We, we have moved locations. <laughs> okay. It should be better now. Listen, right. you know what? Here's the thing. If you're getting a storm rolling in, I was just saying why, why, why you know, it's been raining for a month. So I, I feel your pain. Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. And in Tampa, it's like so off and on. Like the mornings will be great. And then the afternoon, it just gets hectic out here. Yeah. So oh, wait. So then that kind of leads me into like, I don't know if you heard me. You're a Tampa guy. Are you home now? Are you in Tampa now? I am. Yeah. So we, so camp report is the 25th. So I got a couple weeks here um, before I head back up. But yeah, I've been down here training and getting ready. I actually work out with Dane while he's down here too. So okay. um, we got a good trainer and whatnot. So yeah, I've been down here. All right. Well, I'm going to repeat just in case. So look, you have it. You have a kick-ass high school career, right? I mean, I was just reading up 2017 FAA CA high school player of the year. Like now college offers, Indiana, Boston college, UMass, South Dakota, Southern Miss, Toledo. Why, why did you, now again, one is, I mean, you had a great college career, like any reason why you thought maybe some of these other schools overlooked you? And then why did you settle in on Indiana? Cause I mean, like, like Boston college is a pretty, it's pretty big ball. Yeah. It's, there's a few reasons there. So um, when I first, um, you know, when I first actually was playing varsity, uh, you know, varsity football in high school, um, my junior year was my first year playing varsity. And I actually played like D end edge rusher almost, my whole junior year. So coach, colleges didn't really see me as an inside linebacker until my senior year. Okay. But I got all of those offers, those six offers I got after my junior year. And then I committed before my senior year, before anybody had seen me play inside backer at, you know, varsity level. Um, and then, so, I mean, some schools might offer you after you commit, some schools don't, but a lot of schools kind of you know, they might not even waste their time trying to trying to make you decommit and then commit to them. Um, and then to the point of Boston College and some of those other schools. So I got an offer from Boston College. It's like the summer before my senior year. Um, I'm, you know, I'm kind of excited about it. Like 
I don't really have any connection like up north or anything, but, you know, sure. Boston College, obviously, they produce a lot of good linebackers. Um, so I was about to take a visit there. And uh, the day before, like, I'm, you know, planning this flight and everything, a, the coach that had recruited me calls me. He goes, hey, man, we just had four linebackers commit in these past two weeks since we've offered you. We don't have a spot for you on our, you know, to give you a scholarship. Yeah. He's like, you can walk on if you want, but we don't really have a scholarship for you. So that like, I know I was like, like, forget it. Like that's, that's over. Like there's, so it kind of came down between Toledo and Indiana. I didn't really visit any of the other schools like UMass or any of those, but I had taken a visit to Toledo, saw like met coach candle, saw the facility and everything. And, uh, and yeah, but before my senior year, I, you know, I chose Indiana. Obviously I played with the head coach's son in high school, Tom Allen. I played with his son, Thomas at plant. So there was a connection there. And, uh, and yeah, there were, so Thomas was the grade above me and there were two other kids who played with me in my high school who also went to Indiana. So three guys in the grade above me who went there and I, you know, took a visit, really enjoyed the school. Obviously I liked that it was on the, you know, it was in the Big Ten East, and we played all those big names like Michigan State, Michigan, Penn State, and Ohio State. And, and I, I appreciate you putting us in the same category as those guys, because trust me, y'all are, y'all are definitely a, a, a fourth and a pretty far away fourth. But I'll get, I'll put y'all in there. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> Michael, Michael, let me ask you this because I mean, you know, and listen, you know, for those who don't watch college football, Indiana is not traditionally a powerhouse in the Big Ten, right? However, in 2020, and unfortunately it was a COVID year, you guys had an unbelievable year where you were beating all these teams. You beat Michigan. You beat Wisconsin. You beat Mm -hmm. Penn State. You guys had a dominant football team that year. What was it like kind of being a part of a program traditionally is not that good? I'm not, you know, no offense. But then all of a sudden you guys had a fantastic team, and really you had a chance to win the Big Ten against Ohio State, and that was tough that year. What was it like? we beat Michigan State that year too. By the way, I think not, yes, you dominated. Yeah. But... <laughs> no, it was it was it was a great year. Um, you know, obviously it was COVID year, so a lot of people like try to hang that over our heads, like oh it was COVID. There were people sitting out and whatnot. But I mean, we we had a great team that year, and we were kind of firing all on all cylinders. And it kind of started with the Penn State game. We beat them the first game of the year, and and that really like you know grew our confidence into the rest of the games. And it was only an eight-game season, so obviously, you know, you kind of got to start fast and finish fast. But, um, yeah, I mean, overall, we had a we had a great group of guys. A lot of guys actually from from down here in Tampa, Florida, and just the Florida, you know, state of Florida in general. But um, that, you know, that was definitely a big year, not only for you know the guys on the team and getting NFL scouts looking at everybody and and kind of putting us on the map a little bit. But, um, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm kind of hurt we didn't get to back it up my senior year with a good year, too. But, but yeah, that was a huge year for us. I mean, you had I'm – just, I'm just looking at stats. I know stats aren't everything, but, I mean, Indiana's most outstanding player in 2019. You were a captain for two seasons, first-team All-American. You led the Indiana in tackles uh, and tackles for a loss three years in a row. That's – I mean, that's stellar. Uh, you're playing at, you know, in an enormous football conference. I mean, like – when you get to Indiana, and I mean, you know, you got three years of starting, like, did you know NFL was was there? Or were you just like, hey, man, I'm playing in the Big Ten, college football, this is it? Or was the was the goal always, like, the next level? I know sometimes you don't realize it to a certain point. Like, did you know? Or was that the goal? 
I'll be honest. I mean, ever since I was like a little kid, I always, I mean, I think every kid's dream who plays sure. football is to play in that level. So I always like, I always wanted to do this, but um, to be honest, I mean, I was the, I was the 26th ranked recruit going to Indiana out of 26 kids. And like, there wasn't much of an expectation for me. And I kind of like that. Like you're going in, you know, the coaches don't really know what to expect out of you. Um, right before my freshman, my freshman training camp, the fall camp, the coach was like, Hey, we hadn't even put on a pad, stepped on the field. We hadn't really done any of that. It was just summer workouts up until this point. And he was, you know, the DC came up to me and was like, Hey, you know, you're going to red shirt this year. We don't really expect you to travel with the team and whatnot. Um, and that was kind of like a shock to me just because, you know, we hadn't even played ball yet. So there wasn't yeah. really anything for him to go off of to give me that, you know, to give me that answer. But um, about two weeks into the to fall camp, he's like, I think they no started to notice some things. And they're like, you know, you're starting to you you're battling for a traveling spot right now. Like you have the potential to play and, and travel with us. And then and then by the end of training camp, he called me into the room and he was like, he's like, look, like, yeah, you're going to you're going to play this year. You're going to be on the team and you're, you're going to travel every game. So that's kind of where it kind of was like. I'm playing as a freshman. Not a, lot, a lot, not a lot of guys get this opportunity in the first place. And, you know, it was obviously like I came from being a red shirt or red shirting to, you know, a month ago to having this opportunity to actually play. So it was definitely a big surprise for a little bit, but for them, but not really for me, I kind of, I knew my talent once I, once I stepped on the field and started, you know, started playing with all these guys at the college level. So. Awesome. Love yeah. that story. Go ahead, Nikki, jump in. I know you got some stuff. Yeah, I feel like just kind of reading your earlier interviews and stuff like that, I feel like a common theme for you is that you felt overlooked. Is that fair to say? And do you still feel like that? Like, does that did that give you like an edge as you were getting ready for like pro day and combine and draft? Is that kind of a chip on your shoulder? And do you still carry that with you even now that you're in the NFL? No doubt. No doubt. I think like once you get doubted that much, it kind of just, you know, like you said, it, it builds that chip on your shoulder. Yeah. And regardless of where you are, what, you know, what environment you're in, you feel that, um, you know, you feel that a little bit of doubt that people have towards you. And, and but it, I mean, it's always kind of driven me to even work harder and, and show and prove people wrong. And I think um, I think uh, Edelman, he used to always say you either prove people right or you prove them wrong. Talking about all those scouts and all the people who grade, you know, you coming out, yeah. coming out of the draft and whatnot. So I think that's, you know, I think that's, I think it's cool when people doubt me. I think it's, you know, it's exciting. It makes it, I really enjoy it actually because I get to prove somebody wrong. I, I yes, real quick, Michael, let me ask you this. I just want to know, I mean, you know, while you're at Indiana, was there anything that you did, you know, game wise, is there anything that, that you focused on improving that kind of got you to that next level of being a pro? I mean, like you said, you were talented and overlooked. I was just curious if there was anything that, you know, coach said, Hey, if you really focus on this, you know, your angles, whatever it is, you know, that'll really get you to the new next level. I'm just curious if you had any of that. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously if you look at my stats, I was primarily a blitzer in college. I didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't, I, haven't, I didn't play too much coverage and didn't, you know, I wasn't getting back. I was attacking the line of scrimmage downhill, playing off the edge or, or blitzing the A or B gap. So um, that was something like I really honed in in college and really learned how to, you know, beat offensive linemen and beat running backs and, and working pass pass rush moves all the time. And that, um, but but another thing, like you just said, angles is a huge part of the game. And um, that I mean, that translates right over into NFL. These guys are so fast nowadays. If you try to tank, take an angle up the field, these guys are just going to cut back and you'll be a mile off. So 
um, that's definitely something that's pretty huge uh, nowadays, just with the speed of the game. And and obviously you just got to, you know, you got to kind of have some intangibles that come with that. Um, I was lucky enough to like gain probably 10 or 15 pounds while I was in college and get up to that 230 weight by the time I was a junior and, and really be able to, you know, have, have my weight under, have my feet underneath me and, and be able to strike dudes. Um, so, so I think all those things really helped me. Yeah, for sure. I, I didn't look so good when I put on 10 pounds, but I don't think you and I were on the same boat. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, in a little yeah. bit. <laughs> and I was thinking before, I was like, yeah, I remember that dream of wanting to play in the NFL and I washed out at the D3 level. So I, I, my dream went away real fast. So, um, well, look, this, this has always interests me because like I said, we interviewed a lot of dudes and it's, it's, it's interesting because New York isn't like any other place. And every time we interview, whether it's in your draft class, like when we interviewed, we interviewed like Bellinger and we interviewed like Hodgins and we always interview these, interview these really talented cats that have no idea what New York is like. Mm-hmm. And so my question is, you're an East Coast guy. Like, have you, you know, did you, have you been to New York before? Because there's some people that literally, I tell this story all the time. It's one of my favorite stories when, um, like Dominic Hickson was a wide receiver for the Giants back in the, in the early 2000s. And he had never left Ohio. Right. So like when he, so when he, he had a little puddle jumper and he got into Newark airport, he was like, take me to New York. And the cabbie was like, Whoa, whoa, whoa slow your roll, buddy. He's like the Giants play in New Jersey and East Rutherford. He's like, <laughs> he's like they do like you had no idea. Or when you're yeah. driving down the turnpike and you see the skyline, it's, it's intimidating. So, you know, had you been in New York before? I have. I have. I went when I was um, – I hardly remember the trip. I was probably like 8 or 10 years old. But my dad actually went to Columbia Med School in New York, and he lived up there for seven years. So, wow. he, I mean, he loves New York. And he always says, like, if he would have found somebody who, you know, was from up there and married them, he probably would have stayed up there. But my mom ended up being from the south, so he, he stayed and moved down to Florida. But, um, yeah, I – I kind of knew a little bit about it. I honestly, I did not know that the Giants played in, in New Jersey. That was kind of new to me once I looked everything up once I got drafted. But that that was kind of different for sure. And I didn't. I just don't think I realized how you know close the city is to you know New Jersey. I don't think I realized that. So yeah, I'm sure if you stand on your roof, you can see it from where you're at. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. I'm not that close, man. Those are, right. those are for some of the other guys. Well, in all in due time, man. All in due yeah. time. Yeah. So like, is like, you find it intimidating because it's like, just like, it's so daunting and large or are you just like, you know, it's another day at the office. I think it's actually kind of nice. Cause I mean, New York has so many, like, you know, whatever Broadway stars, actors, people living there that are just famous for whatever reason. So, you know, if you're out in New York city, it's not like, it's not like you're playing at Indiana where everybody's going to notice you. So you kind of just blend in with the crowd in New York. I, I kind of like that aspect of it. Um, obviously, you know, the media is huge in New York and I think that's cool. I mean, I think, I think, you know, having, um, you know, having a light on your face all the time is pretty cool and, and being able to get your name out there and do different things. And obviously guys do a bunch of, a bunch of things in business or real estate or, um, you know, I know Justin Tuck, he, he went into the, the marketing and stuff like that, but um yeah, I think it's a pretty exciting place to play. And I, I think just the energy of the fans and, and the passion that they have, you know, I think that, that I think all of, the, all of that's pretty cool. 
Cool. Yeah, because sometimes it can, you know, New York's not. I don't know. Did we lose? Oh, Craig? Did we lose Craig? Oh, oh, oh. I thought it was me again. What? Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, you lost me? Yeah, yeah we lost you, Craig. Yeah. Figure it what out. What happened? I freeze up? You did, yes. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Um, wait, maybe there's a storm rolling in outside my ass. That or I'm, <laughs> that or I'm, I'm in the same complex with Micah. All right. <laughs> All right, this one I got. I ask because it's always it's something that's important to me as a kid. You know, is is numbers. I'm a numbers guy. I ask. I always ask about numbers because, you know, depending on who you are, they're either that you identify with certain numbers, uh, you market yourself with a certain number. Um, I mean, you've wore 47. I'm pretty sure. Correct me if I'm wrong. You wore 15 in high school for an injured teammate. Correct. Yep. Um, and then you get to the Giants and they hand you 43. And then, and then Beavers gets hurt, and you switch to forty-one. So, what the hell's going on, dude? Like, like, I, like, are you just going to keep changing numbers? What the heck's going on? <laughs> we'll see if I change again. But um, forty-one was actually my freshman year of, of high school football. I played JV, and I was forty-one my freshman year of high school football. And then I switched to eight for whatever reason. My sophomore year, I was still playing JV, but I switched to eight. Probably just you know. I probably thought I'd never get a single ditch it ever again in my life. So, you know, that was kind of the motive behind that. And then, yeah, once I, uh, once I got to varsity, I switched to 47. Uh, one of my favorite NFL players was John Lynch, the safety for the Bucks. Just sure. growing up, I used to watch him. I, I really liked, you know, his style of play. So that's kind of the motive behind switching to 47. And then once I got, once I got to the Giants, it was kind of, you know, they, they gave me 43 and I was, once I put it on, I was like, I don't know. It just doesn't really fit me. Like, I, I didn't mind it. It's not that it was – but um, – and then once Beavers hurt, he was like, dude, if you want this number, you can have it. Like, I don't have any connection with it. And I was like, why not? I think 41 is a really cool number. Obviously, I wore it before, so so I made the switch. We'll see. I, I don't want to switch too much because people – you know, friends and family start buying jerseys, and I don't want to make them, you know, go through the process multiple times. But, but I'm sure it will happen throughout my career, so we'll see. All right, I was just checking because, like, I'm like, I'm like, this cat wears a lot of numbers, and then like, <laughs> I was, I was watching some tape of you just, just wrecking dudes in high school, and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm like, he's wearing 15. I'm confused. I'm like, yeah. You know? yeah. So my, one of my best friends actually, he tore his ACL right be- the week before our scene or our our start of our senior our senior or start of our season our senior year, and um, he's our running back like captain all that and he he tore his acl he had probably about 25 offers and uh all that went out the window with that with that injury and um he's still one of my best friends to this day but but yeah playing i wore 15 for him when i was playing in high school oh very cool all yeah. right good spartan you can jump in i'm sure you got some stuff lined up yeah well i, mean, I guess the one question i had was uh you know when you get drafted by the giants you're automatically plugged into wink's system right can you mm-hmm. tell me, I mean, you know, uh, you've been in that system now for a while and the defense is looking really phenomenal. I, I, I think uh, fans were a little bit worried last year because, you know, Patrick Graham, who was the previous defensive coordinator, uh, it was okay. I mean, we actually had a decent defense. We thought there'd be a regression and that never happened. You guys played stellar last year. I mean, what do you think it is about a strategy that that just clicks and, uh, and, and you know, you guys go out there and perform successfully? Yeah, um, you know, Obviously, Wink's been in the game for so long, so just his understanding, um, you know, of 
of his own system and and other you know other opponents and off offensive systems around the league. I think that's so important. Um, we have we have some of the best coaches within that defensive staff that I've ever been with. Obviously, it's NFL, but um, these guys know how to break down film and break down teams. Uh, and I mean, I swear we have some of these we have some of these guys beat before we play them just because we know them so well. Um, but and I think on top of that, I mean, he's old school. He's not afraid to, you know, heat guys up when he needs to and, and, and blitz blitz the house um, when when it's necessary. So I think just his knowledge of the game and, yeah, that, that old school thing where he's just like, screw it, we'll send in everybody on this one. And, uh, you know, we're, we're not going to let this guy just sit back there and, and, and pat the ball and, and find his target. We're going to go get him. So I like that about him. Obviously, I blitz a lot in college, like I said. So um, I think it's cool to play for, for a coach who's aggressive like yep. that. What's the uh, what's the one thing in your game that you want to improve in the most from last year to this year? You know, like he's already publicly giving you a huge compliment last month, yeah. um, which was awesome. You know, it was great to see him come out publicly and give you a great pat on the back and be like, yo, he's he's grinding, you know, because the mm -hmm. fan base wants to the fan base doesn't know you that well and have, you know, and have wink you know, just come right out and say, yeah, man, he's, he's competing right now at a high level. Um, what do you want to change about your game from last year? Cause the game is faster. You're learning a lot. You're drinking from a fire hose. What's the, what do you want to change from last year to this year? Yeah, I think, um, I think a little bit of it is just, you know, like I said, I blitz a lot in college. Obviously they used me a lot doing that last year. Um, but I, I've, I've kind of just been working playing backwards more and working on getting in my pass drop, setting up, you know, if I'm reading the eyes of the quarterback or if I'm, I'm finding a route, um, you know, a route to my side of the field and, and kind of getting my eyes there and just being more comfortable doing that. That's something I've really been working on and just trying to keep my fun, my feet underneath me in space. Um, so that's probably the main thing. And then just uh, on top of that, I would say, um, you know, just, just honing in everything in the defense. After, obviously, after playing for a full season, I feel so much more comfortable than I did as a rookie and, and trying to learn an NFL system. But um, now I, I really feel like I got a pretty good grasp on it, and now it's time to, you know, take it to the next level and start completely understanding, you know, the other teams and the opponent um, you know, so I can get ready for, for game time. Love it. Go ahead, Nikki. Um, all right. So last year I'm covering training camp there with you guys. Right. And it was either, uh, Dax or Leo came to the podium and I forget which reporter asked and they said, what is your goal? And they said to make the playoffs and everybody chuckled. I did not because I just was like, this team is going to do something. Um, and he said, no, that that's the goal. And so, Everyone's laughing, right? And lo and behold, you guys, you know, you make the playoffs. So what was that experience like, especially as a rookie? Like, what was that prep like? And then, you know, you beat the Vikings, right? Then you have to go play the Eagles. And unfortunately, that didn't work out. So how do you kind of deal with all of that coming at you so fast and being so new to the game? What was that whole process like? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it was, it was pretty nice to be a rookie last year because you we hadn't seen anything prior to that and we didn't know what the team was like and the coaching staff or any of that we just knew what we had we had seen up until that point but um obviously just seeing the way you know coach dabble approached the game and approach practice and and you know the, the how hard he was on us to get yeah. to get things going and to make sure every, everything's in line and on top of that wink too just um you know bringing the defense together and making sure everybody has each other's back and we're ready to go 
Um, but yeah, as a rookie, I mean, it's, you know, like I said, you, you hadn't really seen anything before. So it was kind of like, well, everybody looks pretty good here. Like I haven't seen any other teams and we haven't played anybody yet, but our team looks pretty good right now. I think we could actually do something. And then obviously we started hot. We, you know, we won, you know, however many games in a row and, or, you know, whatever, seven and two and, and did a great job starting the season off. But um, I think it was just exciting for us to be out there. As, you know, a lot of the rookies were just like, man, like this is such a blessing that we've won this many games. And then obviously we get to the playoffs and, and, and win a playoff game. So, it was just exciting and, and obviously getting to play as much as I did. I think that was the coolest part about it. Yeah. Especially, like you said, the fan base has been craving. Like, I mean, I mean, do you know, again, I know you're probably a football junkie through and through, but like, do you know this history of this franchise? Like they are linebacker. Like, like, you know how they always say Miami is tight end you, or there's, you know, like the giants are just known for linebackers, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and ferocious defense, you know, this fan base has been waiting for a smash mouth team to come around. So having you guys go to the playoffs, most of us, uh, so I've got a team of six, six people on the team. And we all said like, if they win seven games, we are stoked. We're like, we're like seven games and, and we're happy because the fan base just hasn't had, you know, you win a couple of Super Bowls and then they don't win. And they go, yeah. you know, yeah. with this big drought. Yeah, you know, you know, I can't speak for the entire fan base, but I'll tell you, like, it was just refreshing to see a lot of young guys start. Because mm-hmm. what you probably don't know, and you, you shouldn't have to know, but in 2007, that draft class, and they went to the Super Bowl and won it, they all played. All seven draft picks played and went to the Super Bowl. This year, there was a lot of similar, actually, the last two draft classes, right? Like, this draft class of 2022 and 20, or 21 and 22 are contributing. Mm-hmm. So, the fan base is feeling very refreshed, so to speak, because there's just, they're not, not a lot of Band-Aids, basically. A lot of young yeah. guys coming in and contributing, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've, I've actually started reading this book. Um, one of my dad's patients actually gave me a book. But it's uh, it's Sam Huff's autobiography, and it's mm. I mean it, and he kind of talks about how it was back then, and obviously practice and all that was way different, and contracts and everything. But he just talks about you know the fan base and and how they were just so used to winning, like they were just such a good football team, and like you said, it was Smash Mouth football back in the day. So um, it's it's cool to see our team, you know, make the strides we have obviously last year, and and obviously want, we want to do the same things and more this year, but. Um, yeah, I think everybody's excited about it. And I think everybody in the locker room is really excited about it. And, and, uh, yeah, we want to keep this thing going for as long as possible. What's, uh, what's it like with, you know, Okereke coming in? Like, you know, they bring in Bobby who you guys saw the last game of the season, you know, you saw him, you know, the dude, like the Colts are, you know, not a great team right now, but, but he stands out. He's a sideline, a sideline guy. It's a huge upgrade for your for your squad. Um, you know, he's known for his tackling skills and shutting down the run. How has that been so far, you know, working with him? It's been great, man. Bobby's a true talent. He's a true leader for our team. And I think it was a great get by us and, and bringing him into our room and, and having somebody to kind of solidify, 
you know, what we do in the linebacker room, but then kind of bring everybody else with them and, and you know, teach teach the young guys, teach myself and, and kind of just learn from him and, and bounce back things off of him. Um, I think it's been great. He's obviously, like I said, he's a great gift for us. I think he'll, he'll be a great linebacker here for, for however long he's going to be here. But um, I'm really excited and, you know, I just hope I can play, play alongside him as much as possible because he's really fun to be out on the field with. He's always making plays and, and obviously he's a smart guy and he, he, you know, he wants everything right and wants everybody lined up exactly where they should be. But um, yeah, I'm really excited to be out there on the field with him on Sundays for sure. Awesome. I love it. That's going to rub off too, Mitz. You know, that kind of stuff rubs off, you know, one guy catches fire, other guys catches fire, you know, so that, that I'm, we were all excited, like I said, because that's, we've, we've needed, you know, more defense help over the years. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, it is exciting for him to come in young guy to, Help you guys. Um, go ahead, Spartan. You got something? Yeah, uh, Mike, I want to talk about you know, your connection with Dane Belton. Uh, you know, we had him on the show last year, and uh, we, we asked him, you know, who's he tightest with on the team? And he, he said, it's you. Uh, and, and we're like, oh, really? And, he, and, and then he went to the whole uh, Tampa connection. But, you know, talk about it. I mean, so you, you, you grew up with him. You, you both go to Big Ten schools. You end up on the same football team together at the NFL level. I mean, what is your friendship with, with Dane Belton like? I'm assuming yeah. he makes the call, right? When you when you get there, <laughs> I'm assuming Belt Belt was either knocking on your door or he's calling you, right? Like, dude, you, yeah. we're playing. You missed the freak. Oh, oh, I thought I thought you were gonna say you missed the freaking Giants rush show. What What are you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Eating dinner? <laughs> no, I meant when you got drafted, man. Oh yeah, no. Um, so actually, it's kind of crazy me and Dane always knew of each other, you know, going through high school. I didn't really know him before high school. He actually played on a, on a little league team out in Brandon. And um, I'm not sure if we played against each other when we were little league, but I think we did because I recognized the team name and I, he knows a bunch of guys that I knew, I know from little league too, but while we were in high school, obviously Dane's a great below me. So, um, you know, he was always a great behind me and, and we never got to play Jesuit where, where he went. But um, our teams always used to play like probably five years before we got into high school. So we always, you know, I didn't really know him specifically, but Giants and or Jesuit and Plant would always kind of go back and forth like, oh, we'd beat you. Yeah, yeah, y'all aren't good. But we, while we were in high school, both of us actually had really good um, teams and we, we made it pretty far in the playoffs, um, you know, both of us throughout our career. And then obviously he goes to Iowa. He 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 always tells me he was planning on going to Indiana. And he was planning on taking a visit. I think it's all crap. I don't think he was ever going to come. But um, he you know he, he went out to Iowa and, and my senior year, his junior year, um, we played each other the first game. I don't really want to talk about that because it didn't go our way and it was a pretty bad <laughs> pretty bad showing by us. But um, happens, yeah, no. It was, it was a rough one for sure, but he actually got a pick in that game. So he always, you know, he jokes to me about that. But um, our first time meeting each other was actually on the flight up to New York after the draft for, for OTAs as rookies. And, you know, they had us sitting right next to each other. So we were talking it up the whole time and, you know, just because we hadn't really ever met in person and, you know, talked about everything that, you know, college and high school and all that. So we kind of caught up and then, yeah, ever since, I mean, me and Dana have been real close this past year, just just getting to know each other. I actually lived with him while I was up at, uh, for these these past two months up at OTAs when I was in New York. I stayed in his apartment. He has a little two-bedroom up in Fort Lee, so so I stayed with him. But, um, yeah, I mean, we've, we've grown really, really close, and uh, 
I've gotten I've gotten him into golf, which I can probably say he's he's picking it up and he's actually uh, he's figuring it out. So that's something I'm kind of excited about, and he is too. So you're yeah, a golfer? Cool. I golf a little bit. I'm. I wouldn't oh. say I'm a golfer, but I do golf. <laughs> I try to. Well, golf. You're in Florida. You guys have golf courses in your backyards, half the yeah. time. Literally, yeah. We're we're getting out a lot while we're down here. So yeah, but yeah, it's, it's Mike, fun. he also probably has alligators in his backyard too. Doesn't mean that he's into alligators. <laughs> I mean, come on now. You never know if you want a quick dinner, might as well. But you know, Mike, real quick, I I didn't realize this, and I should have known this beforehand. I didn't realize you went to Plant High School. I knew about Plant High School football because they're a dominant program, right? I knew about them growing up in Pennsylvania. Like, I remember always hearing them on Max Preps and whatnot. That must have been right. awesome if you had a chance to play for those guys. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, we had uh, we had one of the best high school coaches, in my opinion, of all time. His name's Coach Robert Weiner, and uh, he's, he's coached there. Well, he coached from 06, uh, actually 05, until a few years after I left, so probably, probably 18 or 19. But, um, yeah real dominant program. He won four state championships, uh, went to six. We went to one my junior year and then went to state semis my senior year. But um, yeah, it was, it was really cool. My brother actually played at plant before I did. He was a receiver and went to Johns Hopkins. So I kind of, you know, he was always somebody I competed with and, and you know, really wanted to, uh, to aspire to be like, and then obviously I got to play at plant and, and do my Wait, thing too. Time out. Wait, who went to Hopkins? My older brother. Brother. So wait, Hang on, man. We gotta slow slow the roll here a second. So, do I is are there like multi like Doctor McFadden's in the family here? Because like you dropped a Hopkins reference and something before about your dad. Like, dad, are, are yeah. you like Look, the black sheep and you have a I'll say, family? Yeah, I'll doctors? say I, I got none of the smarts in the family. It, it went to every <laughs> other kid besides me. But it's funny. My brother did go to Johns Hopkins, but he, he majored in economics and uh, he actually works for a boutique investment bank in Chicago right now. And he actually lived in New York too for, uh, for about four years. And he moves, he decided to move February of 2022, about a month or two months before I get drafted. So that was kind of funny, but um, yeah, he, he's a smart guy. Well, what okay. about Papa McFadden? You had a reference in there too. Is, is, is dad a doctor? He is. Yep. Dad's a doctor, but none of the kids wanted to go the uh go the medical route. So so we're all kind of figuring out our you know, and my mom's a nurse too, so so it's a uh yeah, it's, it's a medical wow. family for sure. So for one, if you get hurt, they patch you up. What kind of what yeah, kind of all good if you get hurt, I guess. Yeah, I'm like, are they or in orthopedics? Because <laughs> like like you should just travel around with them. Yeah. Well it was it was great because my dad was actually the uh he was like the team doctor at plan in high school and it was crazy like nobody ever got a concussion for some reason it was just yeah get right back out there you're good you know <laughs> it was it was great so yeah and he was always on the sideline which was cool but, I, they used to snap smelling salts under my nose when i played that's how old i am yeah <laughs> we just take those to run down on kickoff nowadays <laughs> okay fair enough fair enough yeah it just proves it proves i'm just broken and old that's all that proves. Hmm. all right nikki go ahead you got something for me uh, I want to jump into the chat here because they got a bunch of questions. Uh, okay. Darius is asking, who do you model your game after? Ooh, that's a pretty good question. Um, well, I know he's a safety, but I do model a little bit of my game after John Lynch. And kind of like we were talking about earlier, just the angles he took to the ball and, and obviously how he hits people and, and you know, his, his uh, tackling ability. Um, 
somebody you know I try to aspire to be like and I don't I don't know if there I don't think there will ever be another one like him but um, Luke Keekley is another one he's one of my favorite to watch and just listen to and, and his mind for the game is so cool and the way he can call out plays and, and understand you know an offenses offensive tendencies um, I'd say those two are, are pretty you know pretty close and then I like people like uh, Fred Warner I like um, you know Darius Leonard those type of guys people who are just I mean, obviously, they're just gifted athletes in the first place, but people can make the plays sideline to sideline and, and you know, are true talent, true leader for the team. Um, you know, those are some of the guys I, I really admire. Um, another question in the chat. Do you have a favorite play that you've made in the NFL so far? Oof. Um, <laughs> it would have been a pick that I dropped in the Texans game. It went right through my fingers. And then, and then, yeah, and then about Super that. Bowl, <laughs> yeah, probably, I, was say, I didn't say it, dude. I didn't bring it up. <laughs> it it right, would have been that one. But um, I would I would probably say um, my sack, my first sack uh, against against Geno, that was pretty cool um, out in Seattle. And then, uh, yeah, that, that would probably be my favorite play. I, it, I don't I mean, know why. Had, it was just – it was, it was pretty cool. Great. You had a great year. I mean, like, I mean, like, I was like, yeah. I wanted to pull it back up so I can refresh. I mean, like, you have 59 tackles. I mean, you've had, uh, you know, you got a game with five solo, six solo. I mean, you have 59, 36 solo tackles, 59 total tackles. Like, not bad for a rookie, right? I mean, like, you're, yeah. you're going in the right direction. There's a lot yeah. to be proud of, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. It was, it was just, you know, really excited to play. And, and obviously, like we talked about before, you know, get to the playoffs. And um, unfortunately, I didn't get to be out there for those games. But, uh, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a really fun year, and, and I'm excited for this one. Nikki, you want to do one more in the chat before I get the speed round and let him go uh, on his way? Yeah, let's see if we have anything else in the chat. Um, I'm just – Oh, well, we have a funny one. They want to know if you will help cure our run defensive woes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure Bobby will come in and, and help with that, too. But, yeah, I think uh, I think we'll get that figured out for sure this year. Oh, um, we have another good question. What quarterback do you want to sack the most and which QB do you want to intercept the most? I'd That's probably say. Question. All right. I'd probably give three quarterbacks just because they're some of the best. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Joe Burrow. For some reason, I just want to sack those guys. But Patrick Mahomes is probably is probably number one on the list, um, without a doubt. He's just you know the plays he makes. It makes you want to you know it makes you want to hit him for sure because it's so good and it <laughs> it's so aggravated. Yeah, it's, it literally it, it makes me mad just watching him. Um, yeah. And sorry, I didn't get the I didn't I didn't get the second half of that. Uh, which QB do you want to intercept the most? Any? Probably Aaron Rodgers. Probably Aaron Rodgers. You're gonna get that chance. You're gonna get a chance. Oh, just because he throws. I mean, he's he's so dialed in all the time, and he throws the perfect ball. But it, I think it'd be so cool to pick off Aaron Rodgers. It would have been Tom Brady, obviously, with his recent departure. But yeah. All right. Love it. All right, so we're going to play, and then I'll let you get out of here and go on your way. It's spe it's basically speed round, right? It's 10 quick questions. They're, it's just for fun. That won't take too much. There's some trick ones in there maybe. Let's start off with number one. Uh, one pregame ritual or superstition? I put eye black on my face in the same way every game. 
Same way every time? Same way ever since high school. I've done it the is exact there a same way. Like direction, or is it just like two? It's, so oh, I, draw, I draw a little square. I, yeah, I draw a little square underneath my eye, and then I and then I pull it down with my fingers. All right. I it's, wasn't going to say It's probably this. a Ray Lewis yeah. copy yeah. that, but okay. yeah, it's, it's, I don't know why. Ever since so, high school. So, Spartan, what makes that so funny is. Uh, there's a picture of of Micah on the sideline. He's got his hands, I think, in his shoulder pads like this, and he's got the pull down. And you know, little Ru- we call my son Little Rush. He's 15, right? Okay. And he's like, and he's a big lacrosse guy. I coach a lot of lacrosse, and he's like, Dad, you think I could do that McFadden thing? I go, I go. You could try it until somebody else, you know, somebody tells you it's excessive. <laughs> I never took a picture of it. But he does. He that's why I knew what it was called the pull down because he does it and he does the. And People I was like, always made fun of me, and I was like, "Man, I'm sticking with it. Like, I gotta, I gotta see this thing through." And look, and look where it led you. Look where you're right, at. Right. Yeah, hanging. Out. Not only is he hanging out with yeah. us, he's already he's already influencing my kid already. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, best experience in New York so far. Ooh. Um, it doesn't have to be on the field. It could be off the field too. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to go like too out there, but some of the guys host a Halloween party every year, and it was it was a good time. All right, oh, we'll, 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 leave it at, yeah, we'll leave it at that. I'm what sure was your costume? Did you dress up? <laughs> it's it's probably not right for the occasion, but I wore like a a priest costume, like the Pope or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I love it. It's Everybody. Halloween, whatever. So, yeah. yeah, we we know he's got a sense of humor, right? It was funny, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Uh, Marvel or DC? Marvel. Love it. All the way. All right. Three artists on rotation in your pregame or your workout playlist? Pregame or workout. I got to go Drake. Um, I'm a, I'm a Gunna guy. I like Gunna. I don't know if you guys know any of these names. We know Drake. I keep young people around me because, like, like I said, keep, Old and Broken doesn't young. know, but they okay. know, so we're good. Okay, and then probably Little Baby would be the last one. Pretty okay. mainstream, but they get me going for sure. All right. Whatever works. Yeah, right. Oh, um, well, it's, it's actually hard to play music, like even through the headphones, because Sterling Shepard, he has like this big box speaker in the locker room <laughs> and he always has aux. So like it's I mean, it's pretty impossible to listen to your own music, even if you tried. But and those are usually on the playlist. Is that what happened when you're the senior in the locker room? It's like, guys, listen, I've been here longer than all of you. I am on aux. He just plugs in yeah. the box and that's yeah. it. I'm ah. sure he had it like as a rookie, probably like he's just done it for eight years straight. But yeah, he's. He's on, you know, he's always on ops. <laughs> uh, Spartan, he's not even healthy yet. He's not playing, and he's like, I don't give a damn. Uh, he's like, I'm going to hold on. Yeah. Oh, he gets us right. He's got a good little playlist. I usually, sometimes I'll take out my headphones just to listen to see what see what he's got. On. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. Shep's good people. Um, all right. Uh, name one offensive guy you need to have with you in a bar fight. I don't want you to get in a bar fight. I'm not even encouraging you to get in a bar fight. But if it happened, who's the teammate you need to have by your side? One offensive guy. I'm going off. I'm going offensive line for sure. Um, I would probably say. I would probably say Ben Bredesen. Really? Just because? Okay. Just because I, I know he'd be he'd be there the whole time and he'd he'd stick it out to the finish. I just know he'd. 
I can count on that guy for sure. <laughs> Dude, that is a classic answer right there. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right. If you weren't playing football, uh, what would you be doing? How, though, how I might almost say like you're gonna say you'd be a doctor, but uh, since the whole family basically is a doctor, no, but... they all the kids went the other way, so maybe it's something yeah. else. We'll see. People ask me that all the time, and I'm like, honestly, I have no idea what I would be doing right now. But um, I got a business management management degree in college, so I have no. I mean, nice. I still don't know what I would be doing with that. Maybe selling insurance or something. But <laughs> I'd probably still be in here in Florida you know, trying to golf every day, hanging out with my, my high school buddies and just, you know, trying to make a little, make some money for myself. But um, yeah, I have no idea. I, this is like, literally it's been my, my goal and my dream and my, you know, sure. Since I was a still, kid. So you're still hey, you're all your... school business is pretty damn good though. I mean, you got a nice consolation prize in case you didn't. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you're still tight with all your boys back home. Yeah. Yeah. I got a good group of guys uh, still down here that, you know, we get out there on the course or, uh, you know, you know, hit a workout if I'm, if I'm just down in town for a weekend or whatnot, but yeah. Yeah. Good group of guys. Do, do they get invited to the Halloween party? I couldn't get them on the list this year. Uh, uh, it's, <laughs> it's right. tough. It, no, I'm all right. I'm, wor- I'm, I'm working for an invite the rest of this. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, Xbox or PlayStation. I got an Xbox. Xbox. Right. Yep. For sure. All right. This is my favorite question. I, I this is number eight. We got two more, but this is my favorite question because this always mm-hmm. gets guys thinking. Mm-hmm. If they made a movie about your life, who would play you? Oof. Who would play me? I don't want to go like um, let me see. I think okay, I'm just gonna go by a good actor that I like. In his prime, maybe like a Matt Damon or somebody like that, you know. I, I think see it. I think I'll I like I like that. him. I like him. Who's the guy from the notebook? Uh oh, yeah. Oh, why am I Ryan uh, Gosling? Yeah, okay. Yes, I'll I think I think he's a great guy. All right. Because you guys have really to like live this. for like two years straight to in order to, to play you in a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So true. I'm just checking. It's always a question. I love the what guys answer like that because like some guys yeah, like, oh, it's gotta be this guy. Yeah, that's tough. Um, would and Nikki kind of stole my thunder on this one before, but would you rather a pick six or a sack fumble recovery? No touchdown after the fumble recovery, right? Just a sack fumble recovery. Oh. <laughs> uh, I can't give it to you all, man. I can't give I know, you. Everything. I know you can't give me the Thibodeau. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, they call it the pick- now. That's <laughs> probably a pick six. Just, I think that like really changes games. And it'd be, uh, I, I don't so know if know. I'd look fast, I'd, I'd probably be worried about how fast I look, but I think it'd be, it'd be pretty <laughs> how cool. Fast you look. Come on, <laughs> that's important, dude. People might clown me in that in that film meeting the next day, man. I oh race. my god, the dude <laughs> gets a pick six, but they but he doesn't look fast enough, bro. I, oh my I, god. That's anything, hysterical. anything, what, man. What, what's your What's your forty? I'm sure you run like a four five, four six, something in that range. Yeah, they. I didn't get <laughs> to run at the combine. I didn't get to run at the combine, so it's all speculation. You know, it's all hand timed. But um, it's all, yeah, it's, it's, good, it's probably man. somewhere in that range. All right. Well, if anyone clowns you for a pick six, because I think I think I saw you pick have a pick six in high school, 
And uh, I think that's where I got the question from. Mm -hmm. So if you get a pick six, you could say Santucci's got my back. I will make sure that no one's clowning you out here. Right. <laughs> right? They, whatever happens in, in the in the film room, I, I can't do anything about that. But out <laughs> here, I got your back. Bet. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, this one's a little bit – this is the last one for speed round. and then well, I, got, I got one if I can squeeze in real quick, Craig. And then no, you no, I, oh, wait, wait. You're going, you're going with like not number 9A or 9B? Yeah, yeah. Can, I get nine, can I get 9A yeah. right here? All right, fine. Break it Just up. Do your, do your thing. Thank you, Craig. Mike, you've been on the team for a year now. And this might be just slightly, slightly over the edge of what I can ask, but who do you hate more, the Cowboys or the Eagles? Oh. Right now, it's it's the Eagles. Just because we played That's them three correct. times last year. <laughs> that is correct. So, yeah. We, McFadden is scoring points like crazy right now. Yes. <laughs> I grew up in the Philly area, and it was it was. I mean, Craig's there too. It was brutal. I mean, even when the Eagles, it was like God. The Eagles, like we, it, it was a struggle back then. So I, I, I would love it. Yeah, Mike, my family, it. my family went to every every one of those games, all the Eagles games this year, <clears throat> and just sitting in the crowd is is a struggle. So it yeah, is. I really like those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Tell, tell your tell your parents it's been like that for for. 50 yeah. years. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, they can't they can't complain about one year if, yeah. if it, and, and I hope you play your whole career here and tell them it doesn't get any better. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah. It's getting worse, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. When yeah. So all right, that was a good question, though, because he said all the right it, all the right things there. So McFadden scoring points across <laughs> the fan base left and right. Um, all right. You can buy, play for. Or fold, okay? Like, get rid of Orlando Magic, Tampa Bay Rays, Tampa Bay Lightning. One team you're going to buy, one team you're going to play for, one team you're going to fold. All right. Buying buying the Lightning immediately. Because they the win who, everything. And the dude who owns it, like, owns half of Tampa, too, which is pretty cool. Um, Vinick or whatever his name is. I definitely want to play for the – you said the Bucks, right? That was the other team. Nope. I didn't give what you football. Oh, uh, you I, gave me Rays. You're a football guy, Rays. so you can so – can, magic. magic or Rays? I'd play for the Rays. They're actually – they're a good They're a good baseball team too, so yeah. I'd like to play for them. So you're folding the Orlando Magic is what yeah. you're saying. They, I think they're actually going to be pretty good in a couple of years, and they have some potential with, with some of the guys they've gotten out of the draft. But right now I'm folding the Orlando Magic. And it's Orlando. Like I'm, I'm a Tampa guy. So yeah. I was so glad, by the way, that you like that, like you played it long because I was hoping you wouldn't go, Oh, I root for like the Bulls and I and I root like yeah. you had no skin in the game. So I'm right. glad you played along. Right. Uh, All right. I got I one. I got one. One go fun one. Do you eat wings? I do. Oh, no. Yes. You're not going there, are you? I am going there because I, for three years that I've been podcasting, I ask everybody that comes on for an interview, what do you dip your chicken wings in? Is it ranch, blue cheese, or other? I'm a ranch guy. Oh, oh, oh man. Is that the wrong answer? What it is. Blue cheese people? No, it's not, that, right. it's not that it's the wrong answer. It's like for some reason over the last – I don't know, Nikki, what, six months? Yeah. The last six months, everyone is saying ranch. And like, 
our whole lives it's always been blue and cheese. Blue cheese. Now you like put ranch on your pizza too. You don't put ranch on pizza, do you? I I I did my pizza and ranch as well. Yeah, what ranch is, is here it's, up it's here a different in generation, New Jersey. I guess. Oh, like, no. I defend you. I do the same thing. It is it is uh, my good guy. to get pizza and ranch dressing. I no, I don't mind blue cheese. It's not like I can't stand it. I don't like okay. hate it. Like I know a lot of people who like absolutely can't stand blue cheese. I don't mind it. I can deal with it. But I'm a ranch guy for sure. Okay. All right. If Dad, they ask me, if they go. ask me, I say ranch. <laughs> we're we're gonna have to find out who Mike is friends with and get another player on until we find someone who's on our blue cheese team. Because yeah. I'll be I, asking around the locker room until I find. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll be on training camp. Yeah. Can you just find me and just let me know? <laughs> killing me, absolutely killing me. The guy says, he says, don't backtrack. No, he's he's all in on ranch. He's all in. He's all in. It's team ranch. Well, well, well one uh, next for, again Mondays. We're here every Monday. Next week, we've got Ryan Dunleavy from The Post coming on. Um, and we're going to ask Ryan if he uses blue cheese or dips in ranch or if he dips his pizza. Because the whole thing is just incredibly weird because it yeah. came out of nowhere. But thanks mm. for watching another episode of Giants Rush. That's Micah McFadden. Uh, how about last thing before I let everybody go? Anything you got to promote you want us to get behind? Like you're doing any charity work. You're doing anything back at home in Tampa. Anything at all. Hey, if you don't, cool. But if you got anything that you want us to, you know, let everybody know, this will be up on YouTube and Spotify. And, you know, we always like to let guys promote their stuff. So anything that you're doing yeah. that you want people to know about? I haven't gotten anything going yet. Um, me and Dane, it's all still in the works and we haven't really solidified anything yet. But me and Dane are trying to get a little a camp going on down here in Tampa, okay. maybe next summer. So we're going to figure that out. But I'll let you know. Maybe next time I'm on the podcast, I'll let you know. Okay. We'll have that, can can we'll we have come? Oh, y'all can be there for sure. Yeah, y'all right. gotta be there. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, we we did we did stream live from Nick Gates and Isaiah Hodgins camp, um, and then we're trying to we're trying to get a couple more guys, and we ran out of time. So yeah, if you, I mean, heck, the, the only reason why I asked is because they're gonna ask me, hey, can we fly to Tampa? And then <laughs> I'm right, I'm writing checks for these guys to fly to Tampa. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, for sure, yeah. all right, well, one, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, I told you, we, we always have some fun. Uh, appreciate everybody. I mean, there's a ton of you in here asking all sorts of crazy questions. Uh, give tight ends and QBs hell. Thanks, Mike. Everybody's super psyched that you came on. Thanks for hanging out with us. I'm sure you got plenty of better things to do. But and I got to give a shout out to um, to Dane's dad, Dan Dan Bell, and Bang, for, for making us the connection. So the Bellons are good people. Now the McFadden's are good people. So um, we appreciate you hanging out with us. Thank hey. you guys so much for having Bye, me man. on. I'm sorry Thank it took you. so long. I appreciate it. Hey, no, man. Look, you're here. No, we're, you we're, we're, you're here. We're good. You need anything else from us, us at all? And um, text me an address. I'll send you some swag. Some I got some really cool hoodies that I'll send your way. As long as it's not Michigan State. No, no. Uh, not in charge of that. You're good. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be, it'll all have, it'll have all our, uh, we get the skull with the headphones on. It'll be all our logo. Okay, perfect. Perfect. I appreciate it. Thank you guys again. Thanks, hey, Mike. Talk to you, you soon. Night, everybody. Right. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you guys next Monday. Ryan Dunleavy. Peace out.